If The that. Shining was the got like a car- Saturday morning cartoon, do you think Jack <laughs> would be the villain or a member of the main cast? It would be like Beetlejuice. He'd be he'd be a member of the main cast. And he'd everybody be like reformed, loves him. like yeah. completely. Yeah, it's like kids love The Shining. We need a cartoon. Oh, are you trying to do a cold open? Yes. Oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I wasn't entertaining that at all. <laughs> How, how dare you deflect my bit with like a, a mirror shield just completely ascending away? mentioned it earlier uh-huh. um but i think we do have to give it a little credit to death stranding yeah it's getting there we do i oh, can't yeah. believe <laughs> i made fun of kojima and i think rightfully so so much yep. for the premise of that game and now he's fucking right yep. again now God every doordash it. employee Never has to do him. that yeah. every time kojima, kojima every time kojima wrote a game that was set in the future it happened like a couple years later. This time, it was, like, such a quick turnaround. It's, like, five months. Well, it took him so long to get the game out. Uh, That's true. He had this idea a while ago. That's true. So, from the beginning of the idea to now, because, like, Metal Gear Solid 4, even, which people, I remember people saying was ridiculous when it came out. Uh, Well, the things it was saying about the future, anyway, were, like, ID-tagged guns and, like, PMCs fighting wars in every country or whatever. And that's just... That's been happening since, like, t- 2003. Yeah, the war economy <laughs> yeah, is a like, thing, and that's real. <laughs> yeah, the war economy thing. Like, I wonder if it's just, like, he's well-read, or he's like, what if I imagine the worst thing possible, then reality <laughs> just <laughs> rose to the challenge. Wow. Perseverance, really. Like, yeah, but every fucking uh, Amazon employee and uh, DoorDash guy carrying, like, Animal Crossing and a pizza to someone's yeah. house. Exactly what five doing ladders on their back. <laughs> yeah. And we give them likes on social media. When we, find, yeah. <laughs> we tip them on the app. Yes. Oh, Wait, God. so can I be the, like, fucking horrible... Uh, Lust crazed raider, or that like like uh, loves the likes too much. That uh, I go and say, yeah, the mule. Yeah, I couldn't remember what they were called. Is it because the name is bad? Yes. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to the Death Stranding episode. Hey, soon. see, like considering they they call people whales. Yeah, we have a uh, oh my god, <laughs> mule is not very far off. So, well, but the thing the is, yeah, um, we are. We have a communal copy of Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we cannot do a Death Stranding Our episode. Our will be the oldest on Earth, but oh, yeah. we will do it. Yep. Well, Earth will have become so oh, much like Death Stranding at this point. Mads Mikkelsen will be shooting me with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep saying, you know, like real life, like in the middle of the episode. <laughs> yeah, your baby. Yeah, yeah your baby. baby. Uh, did you see that thing on Twitter? No. Um, a guy put his infant in... No, one of those to make it to because there's a plague out, right? A plague that kills vulnerable people like infants. Wait, did he not know about Death Stranding? No, he he oh, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> he knew. He's just like, I need to protect my baby I thought, somehow. I thought this was another case of the world imitating Death oh, Stranding. Oh, and you're not gonna believe this: the baby can sense ghosts. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? And his mom, the president. Oh. <laughs> so progressive. <laughs> so progressive. We haven't any any mom strand. My friend Fragile strand. called me over the other day. <laughs> 
You teleported in your house crying, obviously. Oh, so he's doing that. And then Guillermo del Toro took a shower in your house. And you, <laughs> with yeah, you, of with course. You, of course. <laughs> That's not what I just did. I'm the only one who hasn't played I Death Stranding in this I'm ahead of the curve. Strange. I've, um, I've been collecting my piss for years. <laughs> <laughs> there are real now, people well, who now you can just use it for something. I before it was just yeah. for aesthetics. i throw it at some ghosts. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hello and welcome, everyone. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Uh, this episode is not about Death Stranding. This episode is not about Death Stranding. It is about ghosts. This episode is about ghosts. And this episode is about doing a sequel to something that we did a long time ago, mm. or returning to something that you thought was long over. And that means that we're talking about The Shining again, tangentially, because we are talking about Dr. Sleep. Dr. Specifically Sleep. the movie uh, that came out uh, in November of last year. Um, and this is a listener suggestion from Greg, who would be Whoa. here right now if it weren't for the fucking end of the planet. If we didn't live in Death Stranding. If we didn't. He's in his own bunker. Um, but who city. do I have South around the table with me today? Not me. I have Half-Life Alex. Oh, all right. That's good. Half-Life Alex. Very timely. Well, Thank you can illegally change your name to that when it comes out. I'm getting there. Alex. Alex with a Y. I have yeah, that's uh, true. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we were doing Death Stranding names. Clam bake. Ooh, I, clam bake. Clam bake. Is you're a clam guy in the future yeah, or something? Yeah, clam guy. Damn <laughs> Stranding. We have, uh, <laughs> I was going to say Camden of the Crystal Skull. Oh, uh, okay. And, uh, uh, yes. And, um, That's my failed website. Then uh, we have Big Man 9, who is Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped off the end there. And I'm uh, working from home. I'm really I'm Duke Nickham forever. Oh, and, uh, fuck off! And, and Can the, just be Duke Nickham for this episode. Duke Nickham just have to be forever. Duke Nickham forever. I'm Dick Kickham. I'm here to chew ass. <laughs> wow. Kickham. <laughs> Okay, all right. Did you say kick cum? Go! Oh. I'm here to chew ass and kick cum. And I'm, I'm here to cut a cum. I gotta find a way to bit crush that so it sounds like it does it coming out of the PC98 yeah. yeah. speakers or whatever. Sound like it comes out of Sound like it comes out of Sound Blaster. Yeah. <laughs> the Sound Blaster. All right, so we wanted to talk about long distance sequels. Uh, this, uh, our guest suggested the uh, topic, the main topic of Doctor Sleep, and we are also That's talking about. Um, we are also talking about the uh, first segment that he chose, which is the long distance sequel. Specifically, he brought up Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Jurassic mm. World, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. These are all ones that happen like within the same nine month span. But you, there are other ones as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I think at some point someone realized like. Oh, uh, those people who saw that movie are still alive. What? If we could get some, some like one person from the original back, we could just do it again. Yeah. Um, uh, Star Wars. Yes. Uh, I almost oh. called you The Force Awakens, but I thought better of <laughs> so it. Right, and Half Life so. Alex is a way better joke. Um, I even understood it. Yeah, but this is not, a, I mean, this is a relatively new phenomenon, if only because uh, pop culture didn't have this kind of staying power, you know? Like, uh, people. You, things used to media used to do this thing called going into the public domain, which was when uh, an idea was not owned by a corporation Back anymore. In the before times, right? Before no, 1976, yes. when uh, Disney completely destroyed it uh, twice in a row. Um, but uh, because of that, like, oh, a long distance sequel in that time would be like if I write Dracula two, I can write Dracula two. Nobody 
can stop me from doing that because right. Dracula is a public domain character. Right. So stuff like that would happen all the time. You've got like Hook, if you want to count that. It's like, hey, I'm using these characters. I'm doing a different take on Peter Pan and set along the distance and it's, it's a like sequel. Dante's Inferno. So yeah. It's like a sequel to the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's a, that's when, honestly when making Bible too. <laughs> Man, too, is what I'm waiting for. Um, but like those, that's the kind of thing you would do with a story if you wanted to make a sequel to an old story in that time. Is you would just do it, mm. and it wouldn't be a thing. But like after uh, copyright got instated forever, then like movies and games it, and uh, books, it's like oh now the rights holders, if they're like there's there's money here, we can make another one kind yeah, of thing. Um, but it can turn out good. Like, if something was good in the past, there is a possibility that it could be good again, mm. even if it doesn't do the exact same thing. Uh, we just recorded uh, a little mini-sode, and I talked about Deus Ex Human Revolution, which is, uh, you know, what, 11 years removed from uh, from the original? Yeah. Um, now, there was something in between those, but nobody knows about it, so it doesn't count. <laughs> it's an invisible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's one of those things that is... It had every indication that it looked like it was going to be bad and miss the point of the original. Yes. And it doesn't, which is... Well, I mean, it might miss the point a little bit, but it's still yes. a good game. Um, and if we're, if we're getting topical with it, too, um, the t- 2016 Doom reboot was oh, very yeah. similar. Mm. Oh, um, there's a joke, like a little MS Paint comic, where it's a guy with his ass over a plate, and the other guy's like, uh, hey, stop shitting on my plate. And the guy goes, how do you know it's shit? It's not even out yet. And then, <laughs> and then a gold bar comes out and clunks onto the plate. And they look at each other, and then the the subheader is Doom 2016. <laughs> it's like it gives every indication that it's not going to be good, and that it is. Yeah. Um, specifically in the lead up to that game, they a con demo that looked like yes, shit. Yes, they had a very yeah. bad, very bad looking demo. Um, they didn't issue any review copies, mm. so no one got to see it before it released publicly. Yeah, um, and then it turned out to be good. Somehow, yeah. Um, well, it was also uh, you know Bethesda and Zenimax have yeah. the rights for that. Yeah, if those so. two like names are on a box, you can just usually write it off. <laughs> like, yes. Be like, yeah, this is a fucking waste of my time. Yes, and I think it. it I mean, uh, the uh, Wolf, the Wolfenstein games uh, came out before that and were good, mm-hmm. but they were a little bit more under the radar, and they um, didn't play exactly like Wolfenstein. Yeah, you know, they played like a good. Sh- Actiony shooter, yes. like they don't they don't play like they were like we were really trying to capture the Wolfenstein feel where you walk into a, a, a room with a bunch of angles and there's three zombies in it, yes. three Nazis in it. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, that was a similar kind of retro revival, but it wasn't. They didn't kind of refocus on because I think the big thing that Doom 2016 did and the reason it's such a popular game and the sequel is coming out in a couple days uh, is because they like specifically. The people who worked on it were specifically fans of Doom, and they refocused on what was fun about that original game instead of trying to do something crazy. They just focused it's fun on that you get dropped into hell and yeah, yeah, mobbed by a dozen make, demons with unique sounds and animations, yeah, and you I have to pick out which yet. one. Sorry, George, but I this thing that seems the most appealing to me about it is that it's so simple. Like, yeah. It's just like go in this room. The core loop seems like it. That, like they have must have had to have done it. Like so much iteration on just. The basic uh, shoot, melee, run. <laughs> like move, shoot, the stab, should move, we, shoot, like a stab system. Yeah. And all that. Should we give some background on what the original Doom was? I mean, okay, so there were it's people born old, after 1994, yes. apparently. Uh, so uh, just people at, the, at this table? Yeah. Oh, sorry, people born after 1995. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but uh, Doom came out in 1994. It was like the... I mean, there were first-person shooter games before it, but this is the one that codified it. Like, yes. everything that you know and like about a first-person shooter is in this one. 
And I do mean everything you like, because yeah, it doesn't it have regenerating health. Also, <laughs> very, very much part of the satanic panic of the 90s. Oh, yeah, because it was a couple of guys who were pretty good at making mm-hmm. games, and they were like, uh, demons invade Earth at the, at the end of our D&D campaign. Wouldn't it be cool if we made a game like that, yeah. except you could shoot them? And it was also a very successful shareware, which is not really yeah. a thing anymore. No, which um, fucking sucks, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, wish we could still do that. Uh, there's been a couple things at work where it's like, do not install things on the computers, and it shows like somebody putting a floppy in with Doom on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's always the example. Yeah. But um, another one, uh, Seb, you and I were talking about this a little earlier before mm-hmm. everyone else got here. Uh, another video game one that really stands out to me is Mega Man 9, mm-hmm. which was a, like, oh shit, the people who played Mega Man when they were kids grew up and they have disposable income now and they want the old thing back. Yeah. This is very much a capitalizing on nostalgia type, which is, I think, a lot of the movies also fall under that kind of yeah. thing. It's like, we yeah. really want to capture the parents who played this as money. And they show this to their children. Yeah, this is very much one of those things where they try to do exactly what the old thing does rather than super innovate on it. What's kind like. of wild, I think, about Mega Man 9 is that it works at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really Absolutely. good. It's one. Yeah. Of, I, I put it in the top three of Mega Man games, honestly, wow. classic Mega Man games. I haven't played 11 yeah, yet, but they really kind of they really kind of distill it. Um, but it's also they, one of the hardest. I think yeah. that there's a, that's comes from a misremembered thing of like yeah. when you were a kid, this was a hard thing to do because I mean, you were a still, kind of kid, you didn't understand it. It's still kind of hard because it is a Nintendo game, and right? But like, I mean, like this, this uh, and then every, everyone forgets that Mega Man Two was the fan favorite because it was one of the easier ones, right? Yeah. I would say so, and um, I, I like, and like three is the other one, and I think three is even easier than that. Yeah, yeah. but, but like, like uh, where, whereas something like. Uh, Doom 2016 goes in and moderate, modernizes a little bit, and it's got all those upgraded, uh, upgraded graphics. That's Mega a good Man, point. Mega, uh, Man, Mega Man, 9, Man 9 did not do that. No, like to an outsider, like to a kid now, would be like, why would I want to play that? It looks like right. shit because That's it's good... like completely eight bit. But it just distills exactly what the old Mega Man was like. Yeah, and, that's a that's a good point to make. Is know. that. Uh, a child who has never seen Mega Man before would probably not care for Mega Man Nine in the same way a child who's who had never seen Doom would yeah. care about would think that the Doom remake was cool. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and for background, this was actually after um, the original Mega Man series had tried to make a few leaps into the future, where um, you ended with uh, Mega Man Six on the NES, and then they tried to do Seven on the Super Nintendo. Seven was Super PS1. Nintendo, so of course they had like updated graphics, and then that was like sixteen. They give Mega Man his big aluminum can yeah. feet. Yeah, they realized they, it didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, that that was in like the Mega Man X era. So they just go go ahead with Mega Man X, and then they come in with Mega Man. Mega Man's been 8. in like 130 games or some shit. There's yeah, no oh yeah, now. it's so many. Uh, Mega Man Eight had like what 32 bit graphics and was on the PS One. Yeah. Um, and, and then so they had was, some like 3D one that was like, I mean, it was 2D but 3D models yeah. on the PSP where they were all very chibi. So the point that they were going to with Mega Man 9 was not so much it's been a long while since the old, since the old one, which it had. Mm-hmm. It's more like it's been a long while since the ones that people since really liked. Since a classic one. Yeah. 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 Since so, the ones that sold. And we're just yeah. going to make another one. We're going to get the composer back. We're going to get the, the level designers all in the same mm-hmm. room. We're gonna, just going to make something very good and make it available on everything. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And, and they tried out. to do that with uh, Sonic 4, but the, it didn't really work <laughs> The less said about that, the better, I think. It's just yeah. a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, in in a general sense, um, I think this kind of thing, um, the long distance sequel, mm-hmm. is easier done, and I think has a higher hit rate with the video games. Oh yeah, 
For um, sure. Yeah, Deadwood we could throw movies. a list of movies right now. Yeah. A lot of the, I mean, we mentioned, uh, right at the top, we mentioned a lot of the big, you know, the big movies that do this mm-hmm. and that are successful, roughly. They all have this weird reverence for the old thing that only makes sense coming from a parents or grandparents or whatever liked it mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, where it's like, it's weird for the characters in this universe. Like, they, they, they always treat the old, the old characters when they get, like, the old actor to come back as, like, uh... Uh, I thought my story had been forgotten. Like the actor walks on, and they have slightly grayer hair, but they still look amazing because yes, they've been in Hollywood I, for the past I, yes, 50 I'm, years. I'm, I'm thinking about Force Awakens, right? So I just want to yeah. say that um, when fucking Han Solo mm-hmm. comes onto the screen and they're mm-hmm. on the and Millennium they're like, Falcon, you and, better be clapping now. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta watch Blues Brothers 2000, guys. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, that's this sort of thing is very cynical. It's, it's a very, very cynical thing most yeah. of the time. It can still be good. I think one of the examples that uh, Greg brought up and something that I would say as well is that Blade Runner 2049 is an example of this being good. Even if it does put Harrison Ford in the exact same shoes that he is in in, uh, played, in uh, yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. Where it's like... This it's, happened to him um, a lot. I think... Yeah. I, I may have mentioned this one. Uh, I, I, this one probably wasn't on mic, but mm-hmm. uh, when I watched Blade Runner, um, I was like, wow... Uh, Harrison Ford just does this now because like I mean uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull uh-huh, Force yeah. Awakens and Blade Runner it's, it's just like he like, just comes back says you don't want you don't want to get mixed up with me uh, my old starring role in the movie I, I, I'm not cool anymore and then he is cool but and then the young guy goes but you are cool you did all these yeah. cool things it's yeah. wild how he's he's returned to the, the, the three biggest franchises he's in right have come back or you know, big mo- biggest movies he's done uh-huh. have come back as like revival series. That... And he's like, I'll come back, but you better kill me in this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, I just want to be done. He like, just he's wants even trying to kill someone in real life with his fucking yeah. planes. <laughs> um, you you guys have you guys might be too young. You guys remember Rocco's Modern Life? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're no, not, I, I, I want to say because there's some things that I remember that Cam doesn't remember at all. That's because he's not paying attention. Only because he's only two years younger than me. And I just had like enough experience. That's actually a great you know. example. Yeah, did we that come about We did. Did we? No, in yeah. Invader Zim and more, yeah, more Far Apart was Rocco's Modern Life and it was actually very good. Yeah. The, good. The, yeah. the special. Yeah. Um, because say, it, it was kind of like about like how... Um, things change over time, and that's okay. Yeah, you yes. cannot Even though expect they ch- them to We're be trying the same to revive Rocco's modern life. Right. Yeah, that's kind of a, a reaction to something else that happens every time they bring these things back. They're like, oh, we got to update it for the modern age, and that means they have to put one one black person in it, and that causes problems with some people who right. are like, you changed the thing or I love. Star Wars, <laughs> not my Star Wars. Ghostbusters. Which oh, is well, not Ghost, Ghostbusters is on the cusp of another revival. Right. And it looks like they're just trying to steal from other things that have done it uh, in the meantime. Which wow. I, I want to say, by the way, that there is a difference between uh, idiots who are like, there's a black person in it or a woman and it's bad now, mm-hmm. and, and the person who is like, this movie sucks because it's a bad movie. Like you can, you can yeah, have. It's very easy to lump those camps together, right? And in this, especially in the Star Wars case, oh, that gets rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like definitely. you don't like this because there's a woman, and it's like no, I don't like it because fucking Palpatine's back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I wanted to bring up uh, X Files uh, has a revival. Oh series yeah, that have was, you seen it? Oh, it's fine. It's not that great. It's. Uh, they I didn't do a lot of weird. Did, what, not when did they do that? Yeah, they did. Um, maybe that was a couple years ago. Years ago. Oh okay. And it, it's got both the Surprise. main David Duchovny or whatever, and uh, Gillian Gillian Anderson. 
Well, here's, here's two more things that we have done for the podcast that have come back. Oh, I know which uh, one is going to be The right. Twilight Zone oh. and Twin Peaks. Oh, oh Twilight yeah. Zone yeah. is a little spotty, but I think overall positive. Yeah, I got a season two, and I'm excited to watch it and complain about it. With um, my good and Twin Peaks is, uh, from what I have seen of, of The Return, yeah. a slam dunk. Like, it's, yeah, I've heard it's, it's very like, good. Mm-hmm. I've watched Stop, only a little bit of it. I think it might be this might be the time, right, to do Twi- uh, Twin Peaks: guess The Return. So. Don't yeah. they have like hour long episodes or some shit? Yeah, the first, the first one was like movie length. It was yeah. rough. God, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's one of those things where Lynch is like, I will, on- I will only come back. If you give me complete creative control, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he does. He sounds like uh, Kermit the Frog with a higher voice, and um, he's smaller than Kermit the Frog. <laughs> it's strange. It's so weird. There's uh, always some guy no. with like a hand up his back. No, but like the Twin Peaks: The Return is because he had complete creative control. He's like, I'm not just doing the original. I I told what I want to, and they're like, Yeah, but you didn't edit. He's like, Shut up. And, then, <laughs> no. and he's like, I'm not just going to end the old story. I'm going to keep showing you what's going on in this world of magic and weird things. Yeah. And because of that, it feels special. Like it doesn't feel cheap you know like a lot of these do mm-hmm. like even if you like Jurassic World which there's nothing wrong with liking Jurassic World it's perfectly serviceable it's a Jimmy Buffett cameo in there yeah it's, it's, <laughs> which is very good it, it, and the lady gets carried away by the pterodactyl which is very good um, <laughs> but like it's a perfectly serviceable movie I don't fault you for liking Jurassic World but it is the most cynical like cash grab yeah. kind of thing it's Jurassic Park again yeah what were you going to yeah, say yes, oh you know it's a really good thing that came out very long after what uh the newest Tool album. Oh yeah, that's wild. Really fucking good. Really fucking good. It's weird to talk about it in the vein of a sequel, but I guess it sort of fits what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah they Bibles. they went away for a million years, for like twenty fucking years, and then they came back with their um, album. Uh, I think it's called Anima. I remember when people were talking about like it's actually pronounced Enema. Enema. <laughs> I remember when people were talking about like them coming back. They were like good. just dreading it. They're like, oh my god. Oh no! It sounds listen. just oh, like them. That's well. That, that's the weird thing, right? Is that when you hear oh a band I liked uh, 15, 20, whatever years ago is coming back, mm-hmm. you're like. You sweat starts to like you know, start yeah. the old stuff. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's re- big uh, reunion tour energy. Yeah. So I'd R- say Weezer, but they keep they keep on. Yeah, <laughs> Raycon from my favorite metal band Camelot uh, left a, a while back, and he had um, a band in the '90s called Conception, and they hadn't done an album for 20 years, and out of nowhere they were like, "Hey, here's an EP," and wow. and it was amazing. It didn't sound just like how they were. You know, back in the '90s, but it, it's it's so good. Mm. Uh, I love it when that happens with music. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing to think about. Like this, this kind of like I, I want to say retro revival, but we'll say long distance sequel mm-hmm. um, compared against it's like a like, long distance relationship. It's kind of hard sometimes <laughs> compared when against it works, it works. like it's a, a TV rough. show or a franchise that just keeps going. Yeah. Like that doesn't they don't like end and then come back with something like. I've been watching back through the Fast and the Furious movies, and that's a franchise that has been going on since the 2000s. Right. Um, but they just keep making a movie, mm-hmm. um, and it's weird to see that progression. You know what? I just thought of a way to compare that. So 24 had a whole run, and then it ended. And then they did a revival of 24. Yeah, 24 2, 48. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like last year or whatever. And the thing is, in that entire time, Fast and the Furious never stopped. It, yeah. It, it went through... 
24 living and dying and then wow. coming back and Fast and the Furious is still going and the 24 revival is not on anymore so it, wow. it survived 24's yeah, right. death twice yeah but in that time it's it's an I, I was just kind of thinking about that that it's like a, a thing can come back and be completely different or more of the same but then a long series or a TV show or something that keeps running mm-hmm. can change in its own way I don't know How, weird I, I I bring it up all the time, but can you like can you just think of how many things have, especially manga, have lived and died in the time that One Piece has been running? Yeah, like I mean, they the brought back, they brought back shows like yeah. well, like big long season gaps, just like we've been talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like stuff that has, stuff has gone away and come back. Like we've been away for so yeah. long, and yeah. it's like Fast the Furious like and One Piece are still running. <laughs> yeah. Still doing um, it. Still out here grinding. Uh, another one that I do want to bring up uh, a little bit is Mad Max Fury Road because that's one where it's like it's so good. Another one where it's like a kid. You show a kid Mad Max or Beyond Thunderdome or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like they're gonna be bored. Of course they're gonna be bored. That movie was made in the '70s and they just took a bunch of people yeah. out in the desert, desert and strapped leather around <laughs> them and had it did it. Yeah, it's like it's like that's whatever. That's fine because at the time the. People's attention spans were longer, and that was a novel action thing. Yeah, watching Whereas now, a movie was a cool thing. Well, watching a movie was a cool thing, <laughs> but also sucks. like a movie with like practical car stunts where you yeah. flipped a car over yeah. out in the desert is cool. Yeah. That's cool, but it's not enough for somebody because The Fast and the Furious came out with five movies in between them. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, it's like you can't just flip over one car. You gotta have people with. It's gotta be ten. Yeah, it's gotta be ten. You gotta have weird pole vaulting people it's on top of those cars and on the back of them. You gotta have a guy like on fire. Playing a guitar. Yes, yeah. and they did it. And that's people. another one where they're on top of a car. Yes, they weren't like, oh, we got to get back the original actor. Not that they could, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they picked Tom Hardy, which is just a just a good idea in yeah. general. Like, yeah. just get Tom Hardy to do it, uh, and he's watch he's that movie wonderful, here. wonderful uh, Max. Was cool. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I don't know really if I've told this story on Pod before, but I used to work overnight, um, three in the morning to two in the afternoon, and I saw yeah. that movie. After I'd been up for 24 hours because it was my Friday, so I just stayed up after that. Hell yeah! And everyone's like, "Wow, it was so well done. You could always tell what was happening and who who was who." <laughs> and I was like, "I had no fucking idea what was going on." In that movie. I almost fell asleep during it. Did you make the connection between those two things? <laughs> oh yeah. Weeks later, I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I was on hour 25 in a movie theater. So you're like, "Who is that?" And, uh, Jose, my friend, was like, "That's Mad Max." <laughs> That's Max. That's Max. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I would like to see that again. I've been uh, maybe a future podcast happening. Your future yeah. pod. Yeah. Um, Speaking of future pod, we are going to uh, use our precognitive psychic ghost powers to look to the second segment, where we'll be talking about Doctor Sleep, Doctor specifically Sleep. the movie. We're going to track down the second segment across the entire country. I'm not I have a that feeling I know which room it's staying in. <laughs> Podcast.
have nothing cool to do. <laughs> oh, hey, podcast. It's been a while since I've seen you in the bumper section of the show. How have you been? How are the pets? Any new hobbies? Are you married? What's the status of your retirement plan? Where do you see yourself in five years? Do you like my new haircut? Did you notice my new haircut? Is that a new pair of socks? Are these a new pair of socks? Can I get you anything else? Some more water? How was the appetizer? Would you like to split the check? Would you like to have your idea on the show? Did you email it to us at pleasedontcast at gmail.com? Have you checked out our Instagram and Twitter feeds at pleasedontcast? Did you see that new Joker movie? Have you heard about what happened to Mushu in the new Mulan movie? Uh, okay, that's enough catching up. I have a show to do. You can sit back down. And don't call us. We'll call you. Thank you for listening, as always. Back to the show. The following segment contains spoilers for Dr. Sleep and The Shining, both the book and the movie. Yes, both. Don't get smart with me. Enjoy the show. I've encountered like two roads. There was one. Nice dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to brag. <laughs> two roads. There was Welcome one. back, everyone, oh, to well, yeah. this. Your life depends on it. Uh, this week we are talking about Doctor Sleep. Whoa. That's what I'm about to do. Yes. Yeah, PhD ZZZ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very good. Now, uh, this comes from Greg, a previous guest on the show, uh, who, thanks to the world ending, is not on the show right now. Mm, but what do you uh, have to look, do? I forget. Look, ch- check out his oh, episode he had us on, do, uh, on uh, uh, Channel Zero. Yeah. Ah, yep. Yeah. Channel Zero, Campbell Cove, and if you want to hear what our friend Greg sounds like, yes. go listen oh. to that episode. Uh, and if you want to hear our opinions on lakes in depth. Very <laughs> good episode. One of my favorite episodes. Yes, and we look forward to seeing him again uh, when we're on the other side of this, whenever that is. Or the um, other side of life itself. Right. <laughs> now, um, this is, uh, if you were to send us an email, it would be at pleasedoncast at gmail.com, and it would, might oh. sound a little something like this, the genesis for this episode. Boy, I sure do wish I was there. We've been canceling everything under the sun just to be safe. Now, onto the the ever popular sequel long after the original. Now, I'm not talking movies that have had multiple sequels over many years, like Star Wars. I'm talking movies or even groups or series that came out, were awesome, and made you think, man, those were awesome. I'm glad everything ended the way it did. What a great ride. And then 20 years later, there's a sequel. Mm-hmm. The movie that put this idea in my head? 
Dr. Sleep. Now, initially, I was pumped, as I was under the impression it was a grown-up Danny Torrance facing his demons at the Overlook Hotel, revisiting all the fucked-up things from the original. What I got was not that, even a little mm-hmm. bit. What I got was an over-the-top, sort-of-action, sort-of-gory, way-too-supernatural, pandering-but-in-the-worst-way, who-knows-what-the-goal-was mm. sequel. Now, I'm not saying the movie was bad, and to be honest, I would have had a lot of fun with it had it not been attached to the Shining universe. Mm-hmm. It uh, completely abandoned everything that made the other Shining scary. <laughs> Uh, the idea that you, the viewer, aren't sure if what you're seeing is real or if the characters are just going fucking nuts. This was The Shining with training wheels. And the icing on the cake was the look-alike, quote, actors. We have the technology to watch <laughs> fucking Tupac do a live concert two decades after he died, but we can't superimpose Shelley Duvall, Jack Nicholson, or any of the other OGs over these cheap knockoffs? It looks Bullshit. Bad when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, you kind of need per- permission from their next account. Uh... Shelly Duvall's alive. <laughs> yeah, all of them are alive still, yes. presumably. I don't know what... Scatman Crothers is not alive. No, I, I, yes, I didn't say it, yes. And this doesn't even touch on the other movies that fall under this category of too late sequel. Jurassic World is one, taking the plausible horror of the original and basically making it Michael Bay's Transformers with dinosaurs. There is kind of a horror bend on the original Jurassic Park that never Girl. gets replicated ever again in any mm-hmm. sequel. Yeah, because um, I think kids liked it too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but wow, that's cool. what they liked about it. Though. It was yeah. Scary. yeah, yeah, I think. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it's why also. We all, all well, no, the guy got eaten right. off the toilet. That's what's good. Uh, <laughs> uh. Did you do two hours of that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I hate nostalgia for the sake of nostalgia. If something is better, it's better. For example, I think 2049 is better than the, the original Blade Runner. Oh. I think Mad Max is better than the original Hot Blade take. Runner. We talked about that a little bit on the first segment. Mm-hmm. Um, although you could argue we're getting into remake territory with that one. But fuck Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I give them credit for getting Harrison Ford's cranky ass out to yell at Shia LaBeouf. But what the actual fuck made them think we need Indiana Jones 20 years later? If I remember correctly, it was George Lucas, wasn't it? <laughs> I believe it was I money. <laughs> yeah, but it was... There's another one coming out, right? No. I, I thought I keep hearing it's rumors possible. about a new Indiana Jones. That's going to happen eventually. I think maybe. I yeah. actually think Hollywood might collapse. <laughs> True. <laughs> Yeah, we've got already, like, at least three people dying. From the original? Yeah. No. In, in the world? In no, world? Yeah, yeah. from the coronavirus. What are you saying so, in general? So, Idris Elba won't Tom be Tom Hanks in it, and wife. <laughs> and Idris Elba. So, Dr. Sleep. Uh, I, we gave away a little bit, by, but not much. Like, if this, you say this is a sequel to The Shining. If you've seen the movie The Shining, you know that the building, the Overlook, is still fucking standing. So, yeah, it's... Uh, you know that they're probably going to fu- go back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but this movie centers around Danny Torrance, who, after the uh, original Shining, is traumatized by his experiences mm-hmm. and decides the best way to deal with them is to compartmentalize them. Bad idea in real life, fun idea in this movie. Yeah. Um, it's got his little box for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's sort of dealing with what he's doing years later in life and what else is going on in the world. And because it's Stephen King... Who wrote, you know... So this was a book originally? was a book. I am going crazy trying to think of what the book is like because they go off a lot of details of the movie to make this movie. Yeah, this feels like a sequel to the movie The Shining. In a way, this is a sequel to both because they they pull specific things from the book and specific things from the movie. And I'll get into that a little bit in my impressions. But, like, it's weird to see... This movie is a weird thing to think about, right? Shining came out in 1980. It has been... 40 years. But it's still in the pop culture consciousness. Yeah, they just had a Super Bowl commercial where Brian Cranston did the Shining thing. So weird. Weird. But the thing is, everybody is is expected to know what what is going on there. Yeah. Right. Because 
Here's Johnny. Everyone knows him. The thing is, nobody knows who Johnny Carson is anymore. That's right. right. But everybody knows what The Shining is. Yeah. And what happens in The Shining is a guy with an axe tries to kill his wife and kid in a hotel. Yes. Um, the rest of the stuff people don't maybe kind of fade to the background a little bit. <laughs> Look at the pretty room. We, um, some blood, in a way, this is a long distance sequel yeah. to the episode we did on, uh, on The Shining uh, back in October of our first year. Um, we. We already talked a lot about The Shining, and we will again. It will certainly happen. Um, but uh, Just like in this movie, we're going back. Right, right. <laughs> um, but this deals with another child having The Shining, and Danny finding out about them, and creatures that feed on the psychic energy of people with The Shining finding out about that child at the right. same time. I think that the original, everyone, or at least... Nick and I, when we heard about this movie, this book, the sequel, anyway, we were like, okay, we heard about it in the wrong, it was worded in the wrong way. Like, the way Nick just described it, it sounds like a sensible sequel. But mm-hmm. everyone that I know who has heard about Dr. Sleep is like, it's about vampires who eat psychic ability. And then you're like, well, I don't care about that. But pitching it as Danny finds correct. out about someone. Yeah, no, yeah. they are correct. But you got to describe it the right way. It's right. about... Yeah. Danny. You have to describe it in the context of the thing it's a sequel to. Yes. Right. Yeah. If, you, um, if you describe something good poorly enough, you can make anyone not want to watch yeah. it. Right. <laughs> we have before. I'm sure That's we have. That's our show. <laughs> yeah, I tried to describe one of my favorite books to one of my younger cousins one time, and she was just like, that sounds really stupid. And I, I was very insulted. <laughs> And that's why you didn't write the book. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta find the way to sell this movie. Like I had no like when this was coming out, I was like, oh, I gotta check that out, and then I never did because I didn't really care. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't know anything about this yeah. before yeah. I just threw it. It off, didn't have so. enough uh, marketing, I think. I expected it to be a lot more cynical. I'm actually yeah. kind of surprised it's not more cynical based mm-hmm. on because it seemed it, it seemed like there was a lot of reverence there for the yeah. original. Wait, or what do you mean? I cynical? feel like it was misplaced. We were talking about um, you know like the the kind of cash grab sequels where it's like oh there you just have to do everything again. Oh yeah, and yeah, I think that's yeah. because yeah, that's they yeah, it wasn't the Shining again. It wasn't right. the Force Awakens. Yes. Yeah, and the thing I think the the reason that that happens is because. Stephen King wrote a book sequel and they had that as a blueprint to go off of. Because mm-hmm. when Stephen King, he barely writes any kind of sequels. He connects his works together, but he doesn't like do, mm, I'm thinking Cujo 2 about Cujo. now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, so he's like, he's like, yeah, for, for years in interviews or whatever, I have been getting asked, uh, what happened to Danny Torrance after The Shining? And I always say, uh, he went and uh, he moved he moved to Florida got married and had a nice life and then I I just said that to brush them off but then when I got home I was like well what did happen to him and I just started writing I it mean, down I mean he was probably fucked sequel. up but yeah. I didn't expect this he, he mentions happen. it offhand but I like the detail that he moved to Florida because he didn't want to ever see snow again mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah which is really good I like yeah. that a lot um, and this movie starts off really strong yeah. I imagine the book starts off strong as well. Uh, it puts you in the sense of like they it, they've been away from the shining for, from the Overlook Hotel for a couple of months. They they've settled into a new routine. Uh, Danny and uh, Wendy mm-hmm. and but Danny's still having nightmares because yeah. who would? Yes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean if you're a psychic child, you're it's a lost cause anyway. But like right. you you dealing with a bunch of ghosts, get almost getting axe murdered by your dad, mm-hmm. like all that stuff is going to stick with you forever. Mm-hmm. So. It's him trying to deal with that, 
And it fast forwards, uh, what, 30 years to show that he did not do a very good job of dealing with it because he is an alcoholic drifter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's not, it shows you that he's not, didn't become some like noble hero or whatever, which I think right. is kind of fun. Yeah, that's um, kind of why I, I didn't end up reading the book is because I, another thing I had heard about this is he like, he was like using his shining in more of like a helpful way and to, to me that sounded like too superhero-y yeah, X-Men that's, like, that sounds sure. like low level superhero whereas right, I mean at, at the beginning of the film he's trying to ignore his shine or mm-hmm. it dull is it, actually dull. more seems, of a, yeah, yeah, dull which, it, which seems more realistic yeah, I would say it's a burden to him yeah. really but I really like the way that he uses it in this movie to help people that's mm-hmm. like the perfect like low stakes way of his he's using his ability to help when it's not like he's stopping bank robbers yeah. or anything. Yeah, he tells the guy he left his, the, where he left his watch. Yeah, it's like you forgot <laughs> yeah. your watch and then he kind of like helps people um, like move on with their life. He can yeah. call him yeah. Dr. Sleep because yeah. he can, he is able to he's like He's working hospice them. Yeah. and he's like so, trying, he's able to get them to relax on yeah. the way to their own death, which the is... The thing I don't like about that is that they use it when he's at the hospice but never really again. It doesn't really feel like it relates to the rest of the movie to me. I don't know. I think it does. It shows you the the kind of place he's in. Because like they they set up kind of a routine for him and then they can break it. Second act they break it. Yes. So I think that that setup is important. As as someone who was interested in what Danny was doing, that Mm -hmm. was cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you cut the movie off, I think, and I was talking to Cam about this because we watched it together. But yeah. if you it's cut a long movie, <laughs> I didn't yeah, want to yeah. say that. If you cut the movie <laughs> off, the director's um, cut is three hours. Well, I didn't Holy know there was fuck. a fuck. There's a director's cut. Yeah. So there's Did you a, watch that version. No, oh, I heard. Um, sorry to stop this train, Nick. But um, the director's cut has a scene where he's talking to uh, Scamate Brothers about he tries to put the memory of the the lady puking in her bed and has a child you know like that yeah. that mm-hmm. tra- traumatic experience he tries to put that in a box and Scamman Carruthers explains like no you can only put like ghost related memories in a box <laughs> that's like, weird you, you can't just like repress every bad experience you, you okay. can't put guilt in the box right yeah and then Which I think makes sense, but I also understand why they cut it out because it's an unnecessary like yeah, rule. That, yeah, that muddies yeah. things up you know, in a very strange way. It makes yeah. me ask what the rules are, and I don't think yeah, I should. The, the box, magic box there rule. Many yeah. Rules. yeah, but that's all the information okay. I have. Actually, I probably should have looked So, um, yeah, but uh, it if you asked right, like if if you're like someone asked Stephen King, we're reprinting The Shining. Do you want to add a little epilogue to it? And the epilogue was just like a couple of paragraphs that describe the beginning 20 minutes of this movie and what happens to Danny in it. Mm-hmm. I think people would like, like I would like that. You yeah, know, like, like a the, back sleeve. Like, yeah, I, like yeah, a, sure. Like a, yeah. what ha- where, where are they now? It's like, well, Danny was traumatized by the experience, but he was able to move on and used his shining to help people uh, pass on in hospice. It's yeah. like, that's a happy ending, it, but he, not too happy. It's not like he, he had like a yeah, long... First he was an alcoholic drifter and then he found his way. Yeah, it's like, it's like something... He was able to, you know, do something that makes him happy, but not before the mess of figuring yeah, it out. Yeah, not before almost becoming his father. Right. And Wendy went on to marry a sailor and uh, who loves finished. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy went on to die young and become covered in flies. <laughs> no, that wasn't her. That was, uh, that was the other lady. That was the lady with the, the cook. No, he talks about uh, when his mother dies... Uh, yeah. oh, for, month, for months, for oh, yeah, months, she's right. covered in flies because he can tell when people are about to die. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was weird that they didn't really flesh that out at all. Yeah, yeah especially when he's like... I wonder if it, that happens more in the book and they're just like, we don't want to draw too much attention that this yeah. is not... Yeah, it's could... Even though the actress they did get good, great, fit the part. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, like, yeah, works, works well. My, my thing about the being covered in flies stuff is the cat shows you when people are going to be covered in... Or not covered... Or going to die. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't see flies around the people in the hospice. Yeah, and then maybe he just it's because it's a different situation. He's not like completely clouded by emotional trauma anymore. Maybe yeah. that that does make kind of sense. Because it's like he this is like a, a kind of peaceful situation where he gets to help people through He's it a as a troll. Right. That's a yeah. that's a good example. Um, to Greg's point about not uh, wanting to CG in Jack Nicholson or Shelley Duvall. Uh, no, he wanted that. I think, yeah, he wanted that yeah. about why they didn't want to do it. Oh, like okay. Studio people. One likeness things, like Seb said, where you have to actually ask somebody if you can get their license. And I don't think you want to ask Shelley Duvall or Jack Nicholson any, much of anything right now. Mm. Both of them are in a. Pre- There's a reason you don't see Jack Nicholson at Lakers games anymore. Oh, he's <laughs> spilling the chili on that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Danny Lloyd retired from acting after the age of 10, apparently, yeah. and mm. is now a teacher. But he's in this movie. But he's in the movie. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he's at the baseball game. Yeah. I don't know which one he is. He's the, I think he's he's the guy like, in sunglasses who's like, this kid's really good. He yeah. never misses. Yeah. Oh, like, huh. uh, yeah. But, like, yeah, which is another fun scene. Anyway, but, like, we're only talking about the Shining sequel stuff. We didn't even get into the other major function of this, which is the fucking psychic vampires. And I will say they are a very Stephen King antagonist. I don't know how much Stephen Stephen King, like, uh, stuff have you... I know you've read a couple of his books. I've only read Misery and The Shining. Yeah. um, And I've I've seen Cujo and Pet Cemetery, but... I haven't seen... Or I haven't read any of his books, but I've seen Shining. I've seen... Rose Red. Mm-hmm. I've seen this. I feel like I've probably seen more of his Um So, I've read some Dark Tower stuff, right? Yeah. And I don't know that I can... It's it's fine. It's serviceable. I don't know that I recommend it to anybody, but it's very, like, every... It's like, Stephen King's like, what if I wrote a book where I could just put every idea I had in yeah. instead of, like, a book where I could only put some of the ideas I had in? My mom's read a lot of Stephen King, and yeah. she's complained in the past. Like, she's like, ah, it just gets to be the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, But there are a lot of people with my last name in the books, apparently, because he is from Maine, and that's yeah. where wow. we come from. Yeah, that's exactly. Crazy. Maybe we only like it because we have New England, New England brain poison. Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Huge part of it. That's that's right. He's like, I, uh, he's, he writes a book, and the character's like, I went to get Adele's ice cream. <laughs> Adele, <laughs> Adele, Adele's yeah. frozen lemonade, and I'm like, yeah, oh, right. this book's so good. It's just a leader. But, no, um, it's, it's funny to me. me. Yeah, anytime <laughs> something happens with Maine, like uh, in the credits of Iron Giant, which occurs in Maine, mm-hmm. uh, there's somebody with my last name. Huh. And I'm like, oh my God, that it's is my fun. family. It's so, um, yeah, so in Stephen King's more supernatural focused books that aren't necessarily horror, like the Dark Tower stuff, uh, a lot of his villains are like, we are the force that eats the good out of the world or eats the special out of the world kind of thing. Mm. Or you get actual Antichrist allegories like a uh, uh, flag from um, from uh, The Stand, which is like, it starts off as a, a disease story and then ends up about being about the Antichrist. It's kind of <laughs> kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, the first part is way more interesting. But, um, that says he finishes the bottle as he writes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I need some liquid inspiration. Liquid inspiration. <laughs> it's like you get to the bottom. Uh, but no, um, time to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're very Stephen King antagonists in that they are a force. You know, mm-hmm. there's it's not just a a bad person. It's like the embodiment of a concept, and it's like we need to feed on what's special to survive. 
And so to survive, they will like basically kidnap and murder kids. Right. I also like that they don't, they're not sympathetic like they're doing it because they have to, even though now they have to, but it's yeah. because they want to live forever is the thing. Right. Like, yeah. I like that yeah. that's not like sympathetic, like, we have to do this. We're vampires. It's just the way we are. It's like, no, you, you made your choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they, they, they'll they act almost sympathetic towards each other, like, oh no, oh, yeah. grandpa's cycling, but then he oh, dies, think, yeah. and then they just like suck up all of his essence That's right good. after yeah, he really puffs into dust. Anyone who is, does have the shining or is psychic or however you want to phrase it, like, they can eat their essence, which appears in this movie as a fun steam visual effect. Uh, yeah, and they call it Steam. Yeah, it's almost called Dr. Steam. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. I love that. <laughs> Dr. Steam and the Hat Lady. <laughs> so these psychic vampires are like, they're like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but there are less psychic people in the world, so we don't, we can't sustain Yeah, they kind of brush by that. They but say it's because of iPhone. Well, no, one person floats that as a theory, <laughs> but they don't actually have an idea. Yeah, that was Pro Daddy. It's because you be on that phone. It's because you be on the phone. But because of that, uh, they're like, we don't, we're not going to last forever. Like, we have to dig into our stock. We need to build up more. And so they, it showed, there's a couple of scenes of kids getting like their essence sucked out, but they're like, we need something big, and then they accidentally we need discover a it. Cloud when um, yeah, <laughs> they ac- they accidentally discover it when an extremely uh, powerful psychic named Abra, which is mm-hmm. stupid really for King, um, Abra. But maybe I should blame the parents instead. Yeah, <laughs> the parents are to blame. Yeah, um, but uh, that's nice. She's been using her powers, and she accidentally kind of. Taps into their line, their she oversteps line. her boundaries. Yeah, she, she makes a collect line. call. Yeah, and they they notice her. <laughs> and they pick, they accept the charges. Yeah, they accept the charges, <laughs> and then they're then it's like the the hunt is on because the only other guy whose uh, connection is good enough to pick up on her psychic abilities is Danny Torrance, mm-hmm. who is all the way in fucking what. New Hampshire. New Hampshire now. He's in New Hampshire now. uh, Based away from almost everything else that's happening, living a peaceful epilogue life. And then uh, it's like, hi, uh, I'm psychic. I don't know you, but you're you're the only other person who can hear this line. Oh, red rum. Yeah. They're like, they're like, red rum. (laughs) (laughs) Red rum does. Ahoy, ahoy. (laughs) Ahoy, ahoy. It's Jack. I mean, uh, Johnny. Fuck. You know, hey, Tony. Oh, here's Johnny. Never mind. Let's move on. But yeah, they're like pen pals. They exchange psychic messages. Over uh, a chalkboard. Yeah. Very cute, yeah. I have to say. Yes. Um, and I like Danny, Danny's comment. Like, you can't you can't just come hang out with a 30-year-old guy. <laughs> yeah. like, you're, you're oh, he's a, like 40, You're 50. like a, yeah. you know, freshman in high school or, or middle school. Or how old is she? I think, I don't know. I think it was She's middle 13, school. Yeah. So I She's think 13. end of middle school end of middle school and she's like you can't just come hang out with me she's like I'll just say you're my uncle yeah. <laughs> like she is a young black girl and da- and Danny looks like he's been homeless for 30 years like, oh, <laughs> well no at, the, at this point he's cleaned up oh yeah up. he's cleaned up a little bit yeah that's true but like this is the kind of thing where it's like they, they, they make for a fun little team they're very yeah. different it's an unlikely duo wow yeah. but they have the one thing in common of we both have psychic powers and oh, we had to figure out how to use them uh, by accident basically mm. 
So before we move into the end talk about the you know all the the shining part, mm-hmm. um, I do want to talk about what you guys think of their plan when they lead them into the woods and shoot them with guns. Oh, <laughs> I, I love it! So, oh my so god! So my thing about this movie is that okay, The Shining is a psychological horror, right? And yeah. it's very it's not always subtle, but it's the not spirit Halloween. Yeah, it, it's not like <laughs> screamer in your face things. Yeah, not jump this. Scares is an action movie. It's yeah, like an it's action hard. drama. Yeah. And they they go into the into the woods and they're fighting with guns and yeah. I'm like I thought you were going to do something more clever. I thought this guns. was Yeah, and I, also my my biggest main problem with the movie is that it is the tone is just not the same. Yeah. As um, the shining as the shining, yeah, mm-hmm. it it just is completely different, and I guess not gonna we're, we're going to talk about that yeah. soon. Yeah, in relation to the shining, I definitely think so because this is not. Uh, Greg brought that up in his email where he's talking about how this is not like the shining, and I think you were never going to get that not only because Kubrick has been dead for years, but also because <laughs> why don't they CG him and direct? Did they have to just CG him? But but also because. Um, the the Shining book doesn't have the same tone as the Shining well, movie. Well, let's yeah. face it, that would have sucked if the Danny went to a hotel and it was haunted. Right, well, right, or if that's he was, what I, lived in a house and it was haunted. Well, you can see that if, if it was series. haunted hotel yeah. too. That right. Would have been what I, what I mean is that as much as I want that. What I mean is that uh, Kubrick took liberties to make to get the tone he wanted out of Stephen King's book. Mm. Even though Stephen King has <clears throat> book has horror themes, it's not the kind of oppressive that you get out of the movie. It's, yes. I think it's pretty similar tone. I think there's um, a... I know we we talked about it, but I don't remember exactly what you must have said on the Shining episode. Mm-hmm. I know you read the book. Yeah. What what exactly is... Nick has a better memory different? in the book. Oh, okay. it's, I just read it slightly of, more recently. It's more... Uh, a lot more details about Jack's life before... Everyone's life before they moved to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Like... Gives you context for why they're all in the state where they're falling apart. Yeah, they, I, they I explain know that, why he's always been there. Yeah, that fucking part isn't in at all. It's actually in a lot of movie, mob stuff. Yeah, yeah. Enough, yeah. In in this movie, um, Danny definitely goes into that. He's like, oh, he tried to stop drinking. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in the book. He okay um, swears off it. That's why when they the same thing they go to the hotel and. Well, yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why when he starts drinking fake liquor at the bar, that's a. A turning point for him, Ghost even in the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. But while we're still on the the wood scene where yeah, they yeah, shoot yeah. all the guys, yeah. I loved that so much. <laughs> I was like, what scheme like did they have yeah, cooked the- up? <laughs> and then the second he snipes the guy, I'm like, perfect. It's not some magic psychic thing. It's really not. It's yeah. just bring him into the woods and gun yeah, him down. The guy who yeah. knows how to hunt is going to shoot all of them. Yeah. Yes. I like and- that they were. There's a clever way that they lure them in. Yeah, and then it's just like, what would be I, the logical solution here? I also talk them out. Yeah, I also shoot. like that it didn't devolve into like a weird psychic battle because I think that would have been stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of split on that because yeah, it would be stupid, but also I felt I mean, like they've in, been using their psychic powers this whole time. Yeah, I think they. But like in a like in an actual fight when you're right next to the person, I don't. I like they did an okay job with it in the actual mm. finale of the I, film. But. I wish mm. they'd elaborated more on the psychic powers of some of the other. Um, I don't know if they the gave them the a crew, name. The, the rest of the psychic vampires, 
Like, because we only really see um, Rosie having those psychic powers. It's weird and, that um, they don't... What's her face, the other girl? Yeah, I don't think it's like... Only X-Men, some of them seem it's... to have, like, a specialty, but most of them just do the same thing, I think. it's The Shining is, yeah, sim- is very hmm. flat. It's not actually... Yeah, and they talk about, like, do we want to turn this one, do we want to turn that one? So it seems like they poach each other... Um, yeah. into their I group. think it's just they're good at doing a certain and thing. Sh- yeah, Rosie we don't is see the, the best of them. them. I think they all have lower level abilities Yeah, aside from the I movie theater see, girl. Um, Crow Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep had I hate that name. I just want to call him Crow because he's obviously they call him, call him that because he's Native American. He's like Crow or something. Hmm. Um, but uh, I wanted to see what he does but he just fucking st- Stabs Abra with a with a um, injection and then like walks out of her house in broad daylight with mm-hmm. a thirteen year old girl slung over his shoulder That's and drives really away. Like he doesn't use any psychic powers or anything, and I expected him to. Yeah, I could have used a little more psychic yeah. stuff too, I guess. But yeah, I don't. I didn't want it to turn into like. Yeah, I think they could have gotten. They could have they really edged into like like you said X Men territory, mm-hmm. and I was not there for that. Right. Yeah. That's why I never read the book, is because I thought that's what it was, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what I. It did start feeling like that a little. They are bit ostensibly with the shining kids. Uh, yeah, they are yeah. ostensibly like a, a a team of villains. Yeah, I think I'm glad that they just like shot almost all of them and then dealt with the ones that Do actually mattered. You want to hear mattered? the straw that broke the back? That I, I was watching this with Hunter and uh, Nick. Yeah. I was like, alright, that's too far and everyone yelled at me for it. <laughs> was the canisters that they keep the smoke in. Oh, they're big <laughs> I was like, this is dumb. That's not how they would do that. Why do they have fucking future future technology? Yeah. It would, it, especially these type of people. Because they've been ex- around because yeah. when, when uh, Gramps dies or mm-hmm. Gram, Daddy, whoever Gramps dies, he uh like she's like, oh, you've witnessed the rise and fall of empires. Obviously, he's been a lot around since yeah. like fucking ancient Egypt or something like that, and mm-hmm. they're using these canisters. But I don't know. Maybe they they adapt over time. They're all wearing modern clothes and they're in RVs. I and just shit. meant that this these characters wouldn't have that. They would have kept it in they a fucking. Seem, I believe I yeah. said hydro flask. You did. You did like say hydro flask. <laughs> it would have been in a fucking thumb. like an urn. There's no way that yeah, or an urn or something. Yeah, it is. No, it would have been jars. a joint. Yeah, baby. What? Just steam. Yeah. Yeah. They would have smoked it. <laughs> they Give me some it. of that psychic essence too. We're hot boxing the RV. <laughs> but yeah, I I think that this movie actually uh, walked a good line for me with. Yeah, I like my supernatural stuff to. Yeah. Um, be slightly realistic. Like yeah. that's why I like The Shining is that it's ghosts, but they're never. Flying around and like knocking on my yeah, yeah. really at yes. uh, Danny or something. I think one of the reasons that um, we are softer on this movie than Greg is is because Cam and I, and we talked about this in the Shining episode way back when, but we kind of have a different view of what The Shining is, where it doesn't matter what is literally happening, mm. but what, lit- what is literally happening is ghosts. Yeah, uh, except, yeah. except we've established that the, the twist at the end is really good and cool. Yes, that's the thing. Everyone really likes like... that he's always been there. Right. Did we talk about that for like 30 years? <laughs> I am a vehement defender of that dumb, stupid twist. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And like, um, when we, so when we talked about The Shining, we were like, yeah, what makes this movie good isn't necessarily the thing that literally happens, but the mood, the, the music, the acting, everything that yeah. comes together to give you a feeling while you're watching this film that you don't get. Yeah. It's kind of like when you, uh, this might be a bad uh, example, but it's like when you go are seeing a really good painting and you, you like just kind of like 
get absorbed into Mr. it. Mr. Art over here. No. He's seen right. Ferris Bueller. You guys ever look at a good painting? When you're, listening, when, you're, when you're listening to an album and you've got your eyes closed and it just puts you in a place. Oh, now he listens to music. Mr. Music. the ads were that? Shut up. Nobody even remembers what you're talking about. Bye, Spotify Premium. Shut up. <laughs> Listen to our home shake? Yes. Oh, that's... <laughs> um, that's great. No, it, along those lines, what I liked about The Shining, the original Shining, was how mm. ambiguous it was. Like, yes. you could think it's literal or you could think it's not yeah, literal. So you're, like, like, you're on Greg's side. I'm on Greg's side here. So what I think about this movie is it's a fine movie, except when it relates itself to The Shining. Because it's like, no, those were literal ghosts. He literally traps him in his head, and there are he literally has psychic powers. Yeah, that's the, okay, Seb, so Seb is famous for always wanting to know about the rules. Yeah, you, you have to know the rules every time, and if it's ambiguous, then it doesn't matter. But I'm I'm also uh, a repeat offender of this, especially on yeah. the um, over the garden wall episode. Right, right. But. All right, so let's get into the fireworks factory when they go back to the hotel. Yeah. So Root, oh, man. Cam stood oh, up. He was I clapping. Was clapping. <laughs> well, all, right, no, no. all right, so there was a moment when they, before they set up the ambush for everybody, mm-hmm. that was the moment where I'm like, oh, they're going to go back. Yeah. But then they're like, they, they go to the woods, and I'm like, uh. I think it was yeah. a bit of a fake out. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fake out. Like, oh, I started thinking like, oh, they're not going back to the hotel. Okay. Um, and then I realized there's an hour left of the movie, yeah. and I'm like, oh, they're going back to the hotel. And so one thing they, they do some out. fucking road tripping in this Dude, movie, they, yeah, by they the way. Dude, they fucking get there, like, in two seconds. He's like, oh, two days, New Hampshire to fucking like, Colorado. In, in, yeah, Florida to New Hampshire, wherever the girl lives to, or from New Hampshire to wherever oh, yeah. she lives. They were in Long Island for then, a second. But then they go to Iowa, or wherever, to where the kid is buried. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, there's a lot. And then they go all the way to Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Which I bet is happens fleshed out more in the book but mm-hmm. in this you're supposed to be just like oh okay. Stephen yeah. King sure does love his cross country trips yeah. that, it absolutely it. doesn't matter but it was a thing I kept thinking it about how many different title cards you get or like different states yeah. yeah and um so when you do go back this is when it starts to rub up against something really uh that's really that had been kind of bothering me the whole time that's not important but it just made me think about who the movie is for right yeah. because like Ostensibly, this movie is for somebody who saw The Shining a long time ago and would like to watch another movie with those characters, yes. right? I think but it's for someone who remembers The Shining. Who remembers yeah. The Shining. Yeah. When, you, when you remember The Shining, you clap. Yes. Right. That's so they show you a lot of things from The Shining in that end segment, but they reference things that only happen in the book. Well, that is. I mean, all right. So I know you guys might have mentioned this on The Shining episode, mm-hmm. but I know... One of the books has something to do with him blowing up the... Right. The, uh, the boiler is right? essential to the book and mentioned an, once in yeah. the movie. Yeah. And yeah. it's not even a thing. Like, okay. it's not... But, yeah, because when the, first, when the yeah. first thing he did when he went in was go down to the boiler, I'm like, oh, they're going to blow the thing up. Because yeah. I had heard that. You guys talked right. about Right, but if you've seen episode. the original Shining and that's it, and you didn't read the book because who cares? Yes, exactly. Uh, and then you watch yeah. this movie and he goes down to the boiler, you're like... What the fuck? Why? Like, who cares? Well, well I mean, the original Shining, they did the the owner seemed to make a big deal about the boiler. It's one sentence. Yeah. It's one it's, sentence and never brought up again in the yeah, parts of the movie that people remember. But I think that if you hadn't read the book, you see it as he just has a plan. He knows he's going to get possessed, and but it's a contingency plan. Like even if I die here, they'll still blow. Yeah, up the it makes sense. Maybe yeah. get right. So I think it's a cool. Bit if you know the book, yeah, yeah. 
But it's, I don't think you need to know that. really makes me wonder what they do in the book. Because is there's no way Stephen, did, did Stephen King write a sequel to the movie he hated? Um, or did so, he write it to the book that he wrote? <laughs> <laughs> no, it must have come out. It came out before. a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's Doctor crazy. Sleep is not that old. Huh. Wow. Now I really want to read it. Um, <laughs> in, a, in a video I watched, they say that in the book they go back to the hotel anyway, but it's the site of where it burns down. Okay. Oh, that's ah. kind of cool. So and, the, I, wait, and the ghosts are still there, presumably? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, Luigi's Mansion. It's Luigi's like Mansion. cold, burned-down spot on the ground. Yeah. Okay. They don't need sure. pets. Mm-hmm. All right. But um, they... Uh, I, think, I think it was... It, it would be dumber if this movie was like, let's go back to the hotel, if they didn't also do that in the book. You know, just mm-hmm. because whether it's standing or not, they still yeah, have Yeah, I, I was just yeah. confused about yeah, it. It's it, not it important. Is, it's I was just idea. I was just interested in, like, well, who is this for? Is it for people who have read the book? Is it for people who have watched the movie? Is it for people who haven't done either and want to see a movie with a weird ghost or whatever? I like, can't imagine stepping into this having this, not seen The Shining. You'd be like, what yeah. the fuck? Especially yeah, since it relies like, so heavily on shining imagery. Yeah. So let's talk Shining references. Cam, yes. they return to the Overlook Hotel. What stuff stands out to you? They do. They repeat shots from the angles that they were shot. Yes, incredible. First yeah, of all, the best part is the office interview scene mm-hmm. where he's, uh, he's talking. He's talking the, to the guy at the university for his job before the Overlook is even really brought up. Yes, that's what I really liked is that it's not in the Overlook. Do they go to that room and do that? It's like, wow, this looks a lot like that other thing. Yeah, that was a fun visual. That was cool. Um, I think they do the bathroom lady way too much yes. oh yeah she she's like what like four times so essential to this movie so there's yeah. tits a lot Ooh. yeah you get especially like when it's to the little kids it's a little well Danny makes sense but to Abra it doesn't make any that yeah. much sense it's just um, I think it's something that is very striking from the original movie mm-hmm. but it's not they didn't bring back the bear guy um, I think he's in it. Or the guy who's mm-hmm. getting blown is in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I liked, Bear guy wasn't it. I did like that when uh, Danny goes up to the counter, instead of seeing um, Lloyd, he yeah. sees his father, he yes. sees Jack. Yeah. Um, makes me wonder if Lloyd was somebody for him, or if he was just Lloyd. Yeah, that gets into the confusing picture. Yeah. Stuff yeah. Casting it, casting any of this, what happens in this movie, back to the original Shining is weird. It's confusing. Yeah. If you're trying to make logic, I, yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I mean, they say that Jack is the caretaker in The yeah. Shining, and Lloyd was the, now Lloyd's the bartender. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like know. that they... Um, I like that they had they had that scene though where he was yeah. uh, deciding whether or not to drink the ghost liquor. Yes, mm-hmm. and he yeah. goes to the gold room, which is one of my favorite. Yeah. And then because they make such a point of him getting yeah. sober it's, in the first part of the movie. Yeah, right. it's so strange watching the tricycle scenes and having the kid turn around and it be a, obviously a different kid. Yeah, yes. it's really I, strange. I agree with the the recasting people who kind of look like. Yeah, yeah, I think that is because it would be fun. weird if they just used old footage. Right. Yeah, but at one point, at one point in this movie, they actually do use old yeah. footage and they just That's digitally true. add over it. So the opening shot, right, the mm-hmm. shot that everyone cares about of The Shining. Well, not the E shot. There are lots of good shots in The Shining. Yeah. But when they're when they're driving up and the music is playing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we looked this up. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah like that when they are driving up to the Overlook in Doctor Sleep and it's snowy and everything is covered, it's that same shot, 
done the same way. They got the old footage, they dug it up, and they digitally added snow. So great. Huh. It looks so good, too. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, really you it. can't get a helicopter shot like that in that same spot anymore. Because people be on their phones now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just because you can't clear out the mountain for it because, anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's because you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, um. But the leader of the psychic vampires follows them to this place of the final confrontation. And yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys watched the same movie Where's I did, I but Danny Torrance like throws ghosts good. at them like Pokeballs. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. And what what I I thought it was interesting, she walks in and she sees the wave of blood coming yeah. from the wall. And she's just like, huh. Oh, yeah, neat. She's like, like, yeah. She like remembers it, it. And it's like, you don't know what that is. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it's, fun, it's fun to me that, um, or it's interesting to me that the same thing just keeps happening over and over again yeah. in the hallway. It's yeah. weird that she's like she's obviously clever enough to have like led this group for so long, but like I, she must have realized that they are leading her somewhere mm-hmm. at that point. I think right. Yeah. I think it's confidence where she's like, yeah. I for yeah. as long as I've been alive, I've been the most powerful psychic vampire. Yeah. But I think and- like she doesn't even like say, oh, I see what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. Like I. I Kind of, maybe would have liked the line. I think she didn't well, say Well, she doesn't maybe even I seem it, to but. realize that Danny exists at first because she, she sees him and she's like, who are you, handsome? Yeah. And he, he's like, I'm Danny. I can, yeah, I can accept that I as think a it's blind because spot. he's been suppressing yeah. his psychic yeah. abilities. But I, I love that, too, because she's like, how did we miss you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I was drunk for like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. I was so drunk that you couldn't see me. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of wish that the typewriter... Um, she saw like yeah a, there's a bit of fan service that i wanted to see I, yeah because the typewriter's that right there and i'm like if you look at the paper you will uh, see what he it been fun if they, or like if if jack had left behind more of a crazy ghost thing going on besides the bartender well i actually think the bartender scene was well I like done the bartender. only yeah. distracting it was it was yeah. distracting because he says i think you must have me confused for someone else i'm lloyd and i'm like well wait because I don't know if this guy's supposed to be Jack Nicholson or not, I'm not sure if yeah. he actually <laughs> oh, is Lloyd, and Danny is just projecting that onto him because he has serious mental problems that we have already See, talked about in this film. I like That's part of why I liked it, because that goes back to the psychological horror yes. of the original Shining rather than the very literal like drama of most of Doctor Sleep. And, and it and does the thing that he only does in the book where he's like take your medicine yeah yeah that's another thing like they have a lot of references i forgot to read through the imdb trivia on this stuff but i like that they built they fucking built this whole set again yeah i wasn't sure what wow yeah Yeah. how the what the logistics were on that because that was it used to just be a building they shot in wasn't it really well okay so it was it was part of it was a real place yes yeah real resort but uh you know some spaces were not did because yeah. because of the way Kubrick shot it, some spaces did not exist mm-hmm. in there, so they had to do something special. Mm-hmm. But I love how they aged it up. It looked really, oh. really. Oh yeah, cool and, and they good. didn't include any skeletons with cowboys. Thank God, I uh, thought I thought that that was gonna happen. Yeah. I thought I was gonna see us. When they were showing all the ghosts from The Shining, I'm like, is there gonna be a spirit Halloween? <laughs> <here?"> <laughs> so yeah. the, I actually would like to check out a still of that scene because I remember when we were watching it, I was like, I don't recognize any of those guys. Like I think. The guy who says great party. Bathroom. Yeah, the guy. I was just about to say the guy who says great party. Yeah, he's like he's like covered in blood. Yeah, Yeah. that was great. That guy. I love when Danny talks to um, what's his face about uh, that guy, and he's like, "Yeah, the last one I locked up was him, and he had when he was like great party, huh? And I locked him in a box, (laughs) (laughs) haha." 
You don't remember? He was no. talking to a what's his face? This guy, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think we've we really talked about that, but I like that Scatman was like his spirit his was force like ghost. his yeah his yeah. force ghost guy. Yeah, no, no. But then he's like, I'm he's... not going to be able to do this anymore. My contract's up. Like, what is it? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I think it's it's like this is my last dream. So it's almost implied that he's still alive, but he's dying. I know. I don't. He's not alive. Yeah. No, he's not I alive. It's I, I don't think that you can talk to Danny because then they because like well, then they do the same thing at the end of yeah. The you movie. can't yeah, ask for Danny. Danny's clearly not alive. Yeah. So I don't know what he means by my last dream, but. Yeah, so if Maybe we he's gonna reincarnate. Well, I guess I I can buy that if they if they say, like if he's locking away all of his memories, I can buy that he would also have to lock that like lock Scatman away. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. don't really say that. I either. thought of it more as like he's finished his duty with yeah. Danny. Like he's yeah. done all he can, and now he's gonna go away. Mm-hmm. I taught you like everything I know. That was yeah. that was a cool scene. I like like at the beginning them sitting on the bench and like yeah. that's that's cool. I like that. What's her name? It's like, who are you talking to? Yeah. Um, or what are you what are you doing out here? Blah, blah, blah. But um, so last thing I kind of want to touch on, and we've spoiled plenty of it, but if you like The Shining, I say you should check this out. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not so, the same, but it's entertaining enough. Yeah. But um, spoilers if you don't want spoilers. Um, <laughs> I really, yeah, we've kind of gone through well, I was just going to put one at the beginning of this yeah. segment. Because oh, we, okay. we don't. Right. Why, why does Danny die at the end? Yeah, I, I don't, don't think it's necessary. So, I wonder if it's just I don't think to it's necessary clean things because up. I, yeah. I feel like we're not going to follow... I mean, maybe we're going to yeah. follow Abra, but I don't see a point because the point of this was, oh, let's see what Danny's doing and what The Shining actually is. Yeah, you get you get a little bit more into it. Because The Shining, I, I, weird to say, it's almost incidental to the plot of the first one. Yes, yeah. it's, a, it's a neat thing that's happening. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a weird bit of messaging, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, because... He does so well after learning to, you know, deal with his trauma. But yeah. then the moral is that it will always overcome him. Yeah. Or like you or have he's to, ha- or he, he wants to die. Like compartmentalizing is bad. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> from what I got from it is that he completed his moral, like he finally is at peace with it. And now he's ready to die. So he just dies. And I was like, that's yeah. not good. He should move on. And it's yeah. not like he dies saving her, really. Doesn't he just kind of stay in the burning hotel? Yeah. Yeah, he goes, I have to lock again. the door behind yeah. us. He? And he's <laughs> sitting in the boiler room, and he just goes. I guess he's like, there's no other, there's when, no other people for these ghosts to possess. If I yeah. die when these ghosts are possessing me, it'll be fine somehow. I don't know. Instead of him becoming a ghost or him occupying the space where the hotel was. The rules in this are very loose and I kind of have like an issue with that because it's like the shining can do whatever the fuck. You need them to be written on the back of the box. (laughs) No, because they act like, oh, you can do this, you can do that. But then they're they're like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's their brand. No. I liked, I, I, I liked a bit with the yeah. maze. That was fun. When yeah. they're in yeah. Danny's mind. Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, we're in Abra's oh, mind. You redecorated. Oh, and Abra, like, sends, like, shadow knives to cut her, what like, on the back like of the leg. Weird. Filing oh, cabinets yeah. in your brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's got a very boring mind. Yeah. yeah, she's just like, Mom, Dad, dreams. I'm like, is that what a 13-year-old's brain looks like? Maybe my 13-year-old brain. Oh, maybe it's just because she watches too much Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or so. she studies too much. I don't know. So I I think we can all agree the the one um, send up that we didn't get the one bit of fan service we were all looking for is the zoom in on the photo with Jack. <laughs> Dude, they did not <laughs> they, do so anything about that. To zoom in and Danny's there, 
Oh, all right. But now, hold on, that would be like, good. What if it's like in the rubble of the yeah. of the hotel? But I think that would have also completely missed the point it of this film. It would have been perfectly <laughs> on tone of the first movie. Yeah. Where it's a very confusing twist at the end. It throws everything out the window, and you're just like, uh, what the hell? Or maybe she goes home, and then her family photo just has Danny in what it. What if the, Danny was in the Ruby poster? No. Oh! <laughs> A Monty Ohm anime drawing of Danny Torrance <laughs> is in there with the Ruby Girls all named after colors. Um, and then, like, no, here's my pitch, right? Okay. After the Overlook burns down, smash cut to frozen Danny Torrance <laughs> somehow. Oh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Outside the maze. Oh, he's been frozen as a kid the entire time. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> what I want to know He's always is, been there. <laughs> what I want to know is you guys' general impression of the film, like positive, negative, what, what you're going to think about afterwards. Seb? Um, it was an okay film. I feel like if it was on the background on the sci-fi channel, I'd watch it, which it would be. Um, Too much money. Yeah, this is much better than than a sci-fi movie. Too long. Same plot as one. No, it's too long for what it is. It fakes you out several times. Um, I wish, like, if it wasn't attached to The Shining, I wouldn't be so critical. I think Um, I think you're right. I or I think uh, Nick was right when he said this. I think that if the first maybe like. Uh, 30, 40 minutes of this movie was an epilogue, like mm-hmm. maybe that wasn't necessarily attached to this movie. Yeah, I think that would be, it would have been an interesting way to consume. It's it. a little yeah. boring because there's not like an external conflict at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that is genuinely a fun, like a like a, a fitting send off to that character. Yeah, and then it's like dragging him into one last adventure. I'm like, okay, I well, guess. yeah, because well, yeah. like there is a clear like act break right there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when the kid gets killed or whatever. Yeah, I just but. I just feel like it's too much of an action drama to be attached to The Shining, which is a psychological horror. Hmm. Um, but I did like I liked the idea of of the villains. I liked Rosie. Um, I Abra was okay as a character. She was I she think was she was good character. I, I liked feel her. like they didn't play yeah. up the too much like. Uh-huh, and she's not the same kind well, of she kid be, that she'd Danny be a was. Gen in his, in his she like actually has loving parents, which completely changes around the way that he she experiences her shining than yeah. the way that Danny Torrance does. Yeah. Danny Torrance's shining is a defense mechanism, and he only experiences it through bad things. And she's like, "No, it's great. I made spoons float in the air." Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, um, "Oh, okay." Weird. And actually, the the mother actually kind of, I mean, um. Who, who was it was like, oh no, if she gets too crazy about it, they're going to send her to a, you know, a psych ward or something like that, to the mm. therapist. Um, I think that was an implication, but nobody ever threatened yeah, it. Yeah, nobody ever threatens it, so it seemed kind of empty. And also, um, her mother actually ends up depending on her, like, is Momo going to be okay? Mm. Um, you know, when she goes to visit her own mother out, out west. Um, and obviously, Abra knows she's going to die. Um, and it's just like I don't know like she's like her mother looks to her for comfort mm-hmm. within her shining rather yeah. than being and then like the dad dies for no reason yes yeah I love is. the touch that he's a yeah. he's a um, author though because yeah. of yeah, course there's, he is there's be like, yeah. and we were talking about yeah. um, Cam and I were like wait does Stephen King Stephen King doesn't show up in this movie does he uh, not he anymore he, he doesn't no. he, he hasn't done that in a while but I guess they're he wasn't in It, right? The new, the most recent one? He wasn't in Pet Cemetery. Uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen huh. it. I haven't seen the new one. Yet. Okay, well, anyway, this nice. is the overall... Even Stanley matter. showed up Overall, stuff okay, you're kind of like in the middle, because it's not... Yeah, it's it's fine. I'm... 
you know, I even if it wasn't attached to The Shining, I'd just be like, it's fine, mm-hmm. and I I might be a little bit more interested, but um, it it didn't do anything particularly amazing. Except I did kind of like some of the um, like them like going into. Yeah, like she flies all the way over to her room. Oh, they yeah. like, tilt the whole uh, house sideways. And so yeah, or she, or she's like kind of like floating over the world. That. Yeah, um, that that stuff was kind of cool, but overall, I didn't think it did anything particularly great in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it was serviceable. So, um, Shining Superfan Cam, where are we at with this with Doctor Sleep? Yeah, I almost didn't want to watch this because I was like, it's gonna sully the memory of. Uh, you know, the first one. Like, yeah. I feel like this is different enough we, that you see it as a separate thing. Yeah. As we've established, that's a fake idea. Yes. It is. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah we have, we have talked about this a couple of times where it's like, if... Well, I'm saying like, I wouldn't like it. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not yeah. that it would ruin the first movie. Yeah. Um, it would just be... I wouldn't enjoy it. But um, I ended up really liking it. I want to even say it was... Like, I keep thinking in my head it was good like it was really good even like I enjoyed I can get behind you on that yeah it was way better than I thought it would be um I don't care for the supernatural um uh, you didn't like the psychic vampires vampire I noticed even yeah. though they were a big part of the movie you're like who, who cares about these guys I was, yeah it's... I was just like uh, it could have been like they were running from a bear or something I would have liked it the same <laughs> we gotta go back yeah they gotta go back to the hotel and see the place I can kill the bear it was just like a looming threat that Sure. Yeah, just a general thing that I was able to just... I compartmentalized it and I put it in my head. It's like, uh, that's barely... I wonder cares. what a version of this movie would look like if it was just if it was just her. Like, just one antagonist chasing after yeah. them. Yeah, I think because it would be kind of fun. In, that gives me an almost no country for old men style in thing. Execution, like, across the country. In execution, it pretty much is. Yeah. Because the rest of them don't really do that yes. much. Do you like the death scene die, with, uh, with Crow, Crow Man? Uh, yeah, getting, and then they all eat his yeah, it's like, steam. Yeah, you, you really do think you're not going to... No, no. Uh, what was the, the, the other guy? The one who actually does kidnap uh, Oh, the guy who... Yeah, it's like, yeah, they run yeah the you know how I can tell you actually think you're going to live forever? You never, you don't wear a seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun moment. I like yeah. that. That was funny to me. The psychic vampire just gets absolutely destroyed it's because part, he didn't it wear a seatbelt. It fits with the theme if they just shoot them. Or yeah. yeah, it's, it's good that they I can really just like die. Yeah. Because I mean, like these people think they're invincible. They, mm. you know, they can read minds, influence people, all this shit, mm. and it's like they're not used to the idea of anyone thinking like, oh, I could just kill you. Yeah, I'm on to you. Like I know you're bad. I'll, I'll kill you. They've always but, had the element of surprise. But I, I did enjoy it. I think Ewan McGregor was fantastic in it. Yeah, I really yeah. liked him. Um, I liked the actress for the Hat Lady. She was good. Yep. Yeah. Um, I liked that they used lookalike actors that are, can kind of do the voice and stuff. That was fun. I liked seeing... It's like almost seeing a co- a really good cosplayer. It was mm. like, oh. Yeah. I like... I like yeah, she she, that, she wore a good Shelly Duvall. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, that outfit when she comes yeah. running out in Florida is insane. But Love it fits it. so well with all her other terrible outfits mm-hmm. from the movie. It's just like layering in the wrong way. <laughs> You're not supposed to wear that over that. But um, and then they get to the hotel. Fine, I agree with you. I think it's a little long. Two and a half hours probably isn't necessary for this. Oh, movie. Not at There's all. a lot of driving around and. Subplots. Yeah. I didn't the, mind the pacing though. I did think it was too long, but I liked how they doled it out. Yeah, yeah. It takes them a long the time through. to all get together. I feel like maybe yeah. you could cut out the thing with the girl in the movie theater. Yeah, that seems my best effort to cut this she... is like what I mentioned earlier, and just taking the epilogue part of 
the shot of Danny's character and yeah. separating it from the new adventure in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like though that the finding the snake bite girl in the movie theater kind of introduces you to the internal workings of yeah, this group. Yeah, and that there are and, people using their shine yeah, for different and, things. And that comes back around when um, the grandpa guy is, you know, like cycling or whatever, he's dying. Oh, yeah. Though it might be a little bit unnecessarily because unnecessary because we don't really need to feel sympathetic for them and no. the movie doesn't do much else to make us yeah. do that. And of course, as a fan of looking at The Shining, I was very big, very <laughs> big fan of hotel. I, see, I liked when I saw the hotel. <laughs> when this movie was coming out, you were joking that if the movie just reused the shots from the trailer that are from The Shining, it would you would probably like it. You're fine with that. <laughs> the driving up, it always surprises me that how much I love the opening credits of The Shining when they're driving up to the hotel. It's really good. Crazy yeah. I think in another movie, I might say this is slow, but they really do a good it's job. It's so amazing. I mean, it's. It might be kind of. Uh, it's not like we're adding anything new to the discourse by saying a movie directed by Stanley Kubrick was good. Good, <laughs> but um, I think they do use the bathtub way, way too much. Oh, absolutely! I yeah. don't. They could I, use something else, or they could use something from, like at the end, Abra could like see Rosie or something. Like that. Yeah, I, I think they use it because it's what you can put the threat of The Shining onto yeah. a singular person, yeah. and, and she can come out of anywhere. She's just well like everyone has a bathroom. Yes. <laughs> and, but I like the scene when she goes to the bathroom and kills the ghost. I didn't grow up with cool. a tub. We had a shower. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not so, shower lady, she's tub lady. So Alex, does, what's your uh, overall uh, impression I'm, of this? I'm with Cam on this one. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I don't think it's like a super fantastic movie, maybe, but I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. Mm. Um, I think that it, like I really, I, I mentioned it, and I've been saying this the whole time. But I like that they really gave Danny a place to be. I think like he essentially makes a whole new life in the beginning of this movie, and it's fun and interesting. And mm-hmm. um, they don't dwell on like him being Doctor Sleep for that long, and it's not that it doesn't really matter in the long run of the movie. But yeah. it's cool, and mm-hmm. it's an interesting use of his abilities in a way. I that like is, the cat. It matters to the character and not to the plot, which is a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. it's. After all because he's been through, it's cool to see him the angel of death. be happy. Right. Yeah, and and then it, it's stupid because he dies at the end. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> he must die in the book, and that's why. No, I mean, that, and of course I, mean, I was. No, I, I bet he does, but like you don't. Yeah. You, they didn't just do it for the sake of matching it up. I think I Stephen know. King was like, "This seems like the right way to end this." Yeah, and of course I was. Wow, cool overlook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's real. Like it's not just. A, the psychic impression of the Overlook or something. Well, no, I like that well, they didn't just they, CG it or something. Oh, or yeah, like, like it's it a building they go to. Yeah. yeah. I like no, him I mean, holding the axe. He's even wearing... No, I didn't sorry, like that scene on the stairs. I was like, that's too action hero for me. Um, but also, he's wearing a similar outfit to what Jack wears. And yeah, he's got a snubble Just because he's a, a white guy in his 30s who he has a cold climate. jacket, yeah. We're all wearing it. Uh, but I, I loved I loved how they aged up all this you know all the walls and it looks more decrepit and uh, and then of course when they go into the room uh, with the bartender and the the bar there it all looks immaculate uh, again which is such a fun juxtaposition because mm-hmm. yeah. the rest of it is all fucked up mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah I don't know cool movie I like you know cool stuff I I'm glad Greg made us watch it too yeah, yeah. I don't um, think I, I my uh, my <clears throat> opinion of it is basically just like I think it's I'm happy I watched it. Like that's all. That's all I can really say. Like it's, 
it's some real cornball shit. Yeah. Like, it yeah. is. But I love cornball shit, you know? Like, you're like, who's the villain in the sequel to The Shining? It's like the psychic vampires who eat The Shining. And I'm like, yo, that's like out of a comic book. I love it. <laughs> it did seem very comic book. Yeah. Like, somebody um, picked up, like, Spider-Man and was like, I could do that too. And then they were like, Marvel, I'll do it too. And they're like, okay. Yeah. It's that, that's the kind of thing, I guess, that I like. And it's... The Shining, both the book and the uh, the movie, are given this are put on a pedestal, and rightfully so for the movie at least. Yeah. But um, uh, I feel like a lot of people's problem with the the movie Doctor Sleep, at least what I would see online, and I tried to look up some reviews and stuff of this, and I think that they have because they put it up on a pedestal, they are kind of expecting that again. Not necessarily in a Force Awakens kind of way, but they want something that makes them feel the same way. This did not make me feel the same way as The not Shining. At all. It yes. reminded me of The Shining yes. many it, times. It showed me The Shining. <laughs> yeah, literally. It was like, remember the carpet? Remember the bathroom? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> remember Jack going through a door? But what the story this actually told me was about psychics fighting energy vampires, and I was ready for that, and I enjoyed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it reminded me of The Shining a couple times throughout, which I... I you know, I, I can complain about fan service and nostalgia pandering, I think but I every, am not immune to it. Yeah, <laughs> every movie should have some scenes from The Shining in it, just to yeah. make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it should, everyone should go to the Overlook in the third act of their movie. <laughs> the new vacation sequel where they just stay time. at the Overlook. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Greg, so much yeah, so for having us watch this. Here. We're really sorry you couldn't be here, but... Did he have is, any more comments to talk uh, No, I read his whole email. Oh, okay. But this is a promise, Greg that when this thing is over, you are going to be on the show. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll you're you're going to be on the show. And it doesn't matter what it's for. I'm sure it'll be some bullshit. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, Hopefully like, there'll be like a Shining 3 or something. <laughs> like, I hope I know. Hotel Doctor Awake. <laughs> Doctor Awake. The Shining 3 Hotel California. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait. Did they make a Hotel California movie? Uh, no, but they yeah, did do the Shining. Hollywood Tower of Terror movie. It's Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> I never made actually. That's another thing like, that, that you brought up the Tower of Terror. That's that's a like a one to one I didn't make until I saw the Overlook Hotel all fucked up. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh it's wow, yeah. Hmm. Oh, they both have problems with an elevator. Hot damn it! by like one second. Right, anyway, that's our show, if you wanted to determine an episode of this show, you could send us an email at please don't cast at gmail Cam, what's that email? Uh, oh, uh, please don't stay here it's haunted yes uh, dot com, uh, dot com. <laughs> please don't attribute all trauma to ghosts mm. please lock it dot away com. in a box <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is please don't cast at gmail.com if you were to send us an email it could end up as an episode like this one Whoa. or like any of our other past episodes we are open to just about anything except right now going outside don't, yeah. don't, don't recommend <laughs> any of that stuff we're going to try <laughs> leaving our house what the hell are we doing next week you know, it's funny you mentioned that because it's been uh, two years oh, <laughs> since we started this fucking show. La- last year for our anniversary, we came at you with our episode reboot. one. Right. We tend to do a leaf. And now, started doing new things. And now uh, we're going on some the, new horizons. The seal, <laughs> yeah, the seal may be broken on next week's episode. Uh, we're trying to uh, try out not necessarily some new things. But some different things. Uh, I'm saving the real big, big stuff for episode 100. God knows if the planet will make it that long. But mm-hmm. um, uh, that, so this one is going to be 93. 93. Yeah. So 
Uh, you, we've got seven weeks. Mm-hmm. So, anniversary, then a whole loop of us and a guest, mm-hmm. and then that'll be episode 100. Yeah. Look forward to it. We've got some yeah. special steps planned. Yeah, exactly. So, I hope you're fucking ready. have 100 guests. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the three or four of us could pull together 100 people? Do I know a hundred people? I can't do that. Just break every ordinance that's in place right now. <laughs> the <laughs> gathering of 100. 104. Oh, wait. Should we do 96? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. George, you're not invited. <laughs> so, next week will be our, our two-year our two anniversary unless something happens in between Episode that and Episode two. <laughs> unless we go back Episode in time in the years. last year. <laughs> I won't watch Star Wars. I won't do it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you. Bye. Bye.